With a bad foot pumped up Because statistics are the best The bad foot pumped up Because you don't need footwear to bet Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a little bit of betting advice on the 2021 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to The Logical One. I tell you what, combined with the jingle on that intro, it just it gets you up and about on a Tuesday night. What, what more would you want? Well, it's always exciting to uh, to be in the presence of greatness. We've got the logical one here, and of course we've got the Pope, who is absolutely flying. Another winning weekend again for the Pope. Just loving it. He's lethal, isn't he? He's going well. Welcome, Pope. It's very kind of you, Mug. I'm not the only one flying. Can we talk at some point about your Sunday night early market framing of AFL markets? <laughs> it is extraordinary. I had a quick look. What was it? Minus 27.5. Too big. Into minus 22.5. And there was another one that's moved about four or five points. So what you're doing on a Sunday night is also quite extraordinary to the bookies around the AFL industry. He's like one of those international workers that they can't get around at the moment, just cherry picking. <laughs> just cherry picking those weak Sunday markets and he's really good at it, isn't he? Oh, it's beautiful. You just you look forward to the tweet now, don't you? I think it's it's changing. The 11.52pm tweet that comes out, there's people having to stay awake to see what they're going to have to do for their for their bookmaking industry. It's uh, quite amazing what you're doing. And if you don't follow him, the bear, at the Barefoot Punter. At the Barefoot Punter 1. At Look, it, I always try and do my uh, my numbers on a, on a Sunday night, but, geez, it was a big day at the office for the mug on Sunday. The children didn't get off to bed till about 8 o'clock. I had a whole heap of uh, kitchen duties in front of me, and I, I just knew it was going to be a long wait to get it out. So 11.52 was it, uh, Pope? I can't even remember what it was. Yeah, no, I think, I, think that was, I think that was about right. Um, but, Logical, you got across to the uh, MCG on Saturday and had a bit of a look at the pies and the suns. What did you see there? Oh, my mighty sons, weren't they impressive? Oh, you're back on the sons, <laughs> are you? Long-time listeners would know that uh, Logical's a big sons man from way back, but he did sort of go away from him for a little while, but I it must, sounds like I you're must, back. I must say I like the pies in that game. Our good friend Juppie messaged me during the week. He wasn't happy. No views last week. He said, I listened to 20 minutes of podcast and didn't get one view out of him. So I gave him the pies minus and look oh, what no. they did. I did quite like the pies. I thought they were going to beat up the sons at the MCG. They haven't had a good track record there. But the Suns were very, very good. You've got to be, you know, given good, good credit to the way they played. But the Pies, as we know, they're just really battling. They're, they're ugly at the moment. And, um, and they, they showed that again. Yeah, and I think uh, Gary Lyons said it on one of the shows that this time last year, um, or around June, I think it was, they were actually favourites for the flag. So uh, it's a fair fall from grace. Now they're one of the t- the favourites for the spoon. So Isn't they've <laughs> they're wedging there that horrible trade period and, and yeah, they're, and they're, they're, the racism Eddie, review yeah. and Eddie and they've oh. they've had a shocking year as a club, haven't they? they? Have. And uh, I got, I got along to the uh, the footy myself on uh, Friday night and had a look at. Uh, the doggies and and Richmond and uh, the Tigers just got got that game back together, didn't they? In the second half, and uh, now they got the whole footy world talking about them again, um, which is um, yeah, it was it was good to get over there and have a look. Yeah, we've actually we've had some. It's been a big afternoon in the AFL sphere. Breaking news is that the game between Freo and Brisbane's been moved to the Gabba. It's a huge move, logical, and um, I think it just highlights the fact. You know, I know you talk about it a lot in your process when you go about marking a game, um, but the importance of home ground advantage. So that game opened up at minus ten, uh, being played at Fremantle, and now that game's been announced at the Gabba. 
you know, the team lists, I guess, are essentially the same. And now we've got minus 28 and a half. So effectively an 18-point 18, uh, 18 move, which is uh, which is huge. Yeah, I think like dollar fifty seven or so into a dollar twenty two. So yeah, very big move. And luckily they're gonna uh, change the round twenty one game around so that flip it back. They flip way. it back. Otherwise otherwise it's a huge advantage in terms of your Yeah, your, well they, they got a fair lick last year too, uh, Brisbane, so they might be here. If that doesn't get reversed, they'd be getting another yeah. one. And the other piece of news that you had for us, um a couple of breaking Yeah, Thursday night teams are back apparently or could be back. So I did hear a bit they of won't that. be drip feeding anymore. I think that's a good win. I, did, I haven't really enjoyed the drip feeding. I like to see it all on the Thursday night, and I think most of the punters do. Yeah, I know. I know. I got caught out with Jack Viney uh, missing on the uh, the weekend. We had him on a, a few of the props, and uh, he never got on the field. That was a bit of a small bit of, oversight. Yeah, yeah, it was a small oversight, that one, unfortunately, for the punters. So sorry, punters, for that one. Um, and uh, the milk, um, Pope. Where are we at with the milk? Because uh, we've been big supporters of the milk on this program. For those the new listeners, what's the milk? The milk. Well, I might have to throw it to the Pope, um, but I'm hearing there might be a milk ban. Can you uh, talk to us about that, Pope? Yeah, for the listeners who are tuning in for the first time tonight, the milk being the Canberra Raiders. So we've been very fond of talking to them on a weekly basis, and their major sponsor being Canberra Milk is the reason for the uh, moniker. But uh, we're having an embargo. We're, we're having a statute of limitations on talking to Canberra for a few weeks. We've, we've had enough. We've been behind them, but they've fallen off the wagon. There's there's all sorts of issues at play. There's what partners calling out interchange um, rotation from the coach on social media. There's It's quite the it's quite the scene going on in the nation's capital now. So I think we'll just take a few weeks away from them, just reassess, and um, let's have a look in a few weeks. But it's a it's interesting. Suspension. I've always thought Ricky is no good. But he, since he's been at Canberra, he's done a pretty good job with the club. Yeah, I remember you saying that logical one early on. Um, it might just be that um, he's probably one of those coaches, high intensity, and it wears out after a period of time, and it might be where that's at. There's a few murmuring, some strange things going on, like major players getting rested um, at this stage of the season. Unusual, and, yeah, you're hearing a few things that doesn't sound too good. But that's it. That's um, last we're going to talk about him for – a for few a week, weeks. For a week. Done. <laughs> We've got a milk ban. All right, logical. Well, Mark, one, more, one more thing. Like last last couple of weeks, I've had a bit of a rant. The Jack Zebel, the kicking out from – I didn't. Yes. I wanted to ban, ban the kick-out stat. I've got a new one. Oh, here we week. go. Got a new one. I think it's the reverse. It's not, it's not the cheaters getting the extra stats. It's the poor guys that get named as a sub, don't get on the field, and it gets named as a, a game in their it career. Yeah, and they get correct. no stats. It's horrible. If you don't get on the field, it just should not shouldn't go down as a game. Was it was it Archie Perkins or it was one of those other young young fellas there that might be for Essendon that played his first game and didn't get on the field? So yeah. you play, and I think that's an indictment on the coaches as well. If you're playing your first game, play the kid. You know, don't put him as a sub and have your first exactly. game as a, on the I pine. Think, that's shocking. It almost should be a club rule. Yeah. Uh, Rantel, who plays for Collingwood, he had played his first game on Anzac Day. They started him on the bench. They played him in the forward pocket. Hardly got a run. Played him as a sub for the whole day on the weekend. So he's played two games for eight stats. Looks terrible on his, uh, you know, like his stats sheet. But it's not it's not good for his confidence either. Yeah. Probably gets dropped now, goes back. Yeah, I'm still unsure how I feel about the whole sub rule. But I think you're right, Logical. They've got they to... Don't put the young fellas in as a sub. Give them a go and, and let them have a run around. Now, Logical, before some games, how about some bad beats? 
Oh, geez, uh, you've got me a little bit on the hop there, Mug. Um, have you got any? Oh, I've got one for you, oh, logical, you? and uh, and it's it's the it's the Geelong uh, Sydney game, but it's not the moment that everyone's thinking about. Uh, everyone's thinking about that game with Jeremy Cameron taking that mark. I was watching that on the television, and um, when he took that mark, and the, I could hear the umpire going, "Play on, play on," you know, not fifteen. And I actually was watching that thing. That's okay, but I tell you what wasn't okay. About two minutes or two, ten seconds later, Selwood had old paddle bum, old tied up there on the ground, and he was just sitting over the ball row bottom, and yeah, he did the not. The siren re- went. The siren went. Not before he had no, the ball no, for too no, long. No, I don't agree with that, Mug. <laughs> I reckon you that can was have it hold- as a bad beat, but let's just that decision <laughs> not so much. I reckon that was holding the ball. So no, uh, I don't. I saw it again last night, and no, no, I couldn't have that. But one uh, a tough one uh, for the. Um, uh, for the Geelong backers, nonetheless, I think you just say it was tough for Geelong, but it's got a little bit of karma in it, hasn't it? They had that that yes. decision down at Brisbane, and down at Geelong with Brisbane, they won them the game. They got this one; it's almost one all. What so goes around comes around. So they, they, you know, their latter positions essentially how it should be. Yeah, I agree with that. Logical. Are you ready to do some games? Let's do it. Friday night. MCG Richmond Geelong in the grand final replay. We've got Richmond here, dollar fifty-eight Geelong two thirty-nine line now sitting at uh, eight and a half. Just ticked out a little bit from seven and a half on the opener. Logical. What are you seeing here? Well, I see that, or I understand that Geelong don't go well at the MCG. That's that's one thing I know about this game. Richmond go really well at the MCG. Geelong have just been going in recent times. Oh, I did smash up the Eagles a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, that was probably more about how the Eagles went. Big injuries. Uh, Cochin's done his hamstring, yep. so won't play, but Dusty probably comes back. So that's 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 They a, lose Grimes as well. They lose Grimes and they get Vlosten. Yep. So they, that's probably a win for Richmond, probably. But, you know, like Dusty last few games before he went out wasn't great either. Saying all that, it's, I'm a small lean to the Tigers here, but I'm, I'm not not enough to have a bet at this stage. Yeah, and um, I, I agree with you there, Logical. I think Richmond's the bet. Uh, if you're having one here, um, Cat's not going great. Tigers, uh, I, I said it uh, last week that I thought even against Melbourne, I thought Richmond were pretty good. Um, they just ran into a really good Melbourne, and I thought um, – and I thought Richmond the same, even in the game on the weekend when they were losing, I still thought Richmond were doing a lot of things right. They were just missing the goals. And uh, and then they started kicking some goals. They really got their game back on the weekend. I think they take a lot out of it. Yeah, yeah they did with a bit of an undermanned side. I was surprised how well they played. They were really good. Um, Geelong, I spoke about the MCG. I think they've had two runs down the MCG this year. That was Melbourne and Hawthorne and probably underperformed in both those games. And that's sort of been You've said trend. that for quite a few it's years, a haven't you? Years, yeah, 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 a few years. They you you, you don't like Geelong at the MCG? Not necessarily, no. So yeah. if you're looking for a reason to back Richmond, that would be why. Yep, okay, very good. Saturday afternoon, GWS taking on Essendon up at Giants Stadium, $1.41 GWS and uh, Essendon $2.94. Um, we've had a little bit of line movement here, logical. We started at about 13 and a half and we're just ticking out now to 17 and a half. We know why that line movement was, don't we, Pope? We're well aware because the barefoot went whack. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think uh, I don't think BBET allow anyone to whack anything. Uh, to be fair, but um, look, I, I thought this market was probably about right. But um, but there's one thing logical uh, statistically. I'm I'm speaking. There, there's one thing that I, that I noticed in the game um, 
against Carlton on the weekend and the young fellas just completely ran out of puff. And um, and I think the Giants with Hogan and Whitfield back, um, two really good quality players. I, I just fancy uh, GWS a little bit here. But what do you think? Yeah, you, Cattle it plays a big part in why teams going. And Whitfield, Hogan and Mumford, and Mumford will probably play again this week. They're going to manage him a lot during the season. But, we, you know, as, as much as he struggles sometimes, he's pretty important for the team. Three really big players back. They're starting to get a bit of momentum, GWS, and probably Essendon, if anything, tailing off. I have to agree with the, the tweet you sent out. I did like the minus here, and I, I do still like the minus here at Giants Stadium. Uh, and so, yeah, I think a, a bet at the minus 17, 17 and a half for me on GWS. Yeah, excellent. Okay, fantastic. Gold Coast taking on St Kilda also Saturday afternoon. Uh, the game's pretty much a pick here. Dollar ninety the Suns, dollar ninety four the Saints. Logical Saints have got Marshall and Paddy back, and have obviously tapped up the Hawks on the weekend. But the Gold Coast have been really consistent in their effort. Gold Coast have uh, really put uh, the pies to the sword at the MCG, which is something maybe they've only had one win there before, and that was against Hawthorne, I think, some years ago. But what are you seeing here? Well, you you said it right that Gold Coast have been quite consistent. They got beaten up by doggies, doggies down in Melbourne. But other than that, they've been pretty solid this year and, and their midfield's going pretty well. They still don't have a ruckman, but they seem to have worked out uh, what's, you know, like how to play that. Mm. Like they're still just Greenwood and a few the, others. Sharking yeah. off the other, being defensive in the middle. You know, Took's in career best form. The bit of a battle of the King brothers here. Both really good players. I still don't know which one I prefer. I think they're both great. St Kilda are volatile. They're, they're like, um, what would you say, um, bipolar at the moment. <laughs> they are, aren't they? They, they? they got smashed up, I think, two weeks in a row and then smashed up the Hawks on the weekend. But they got the Ruckman back, as you said. Yep. Uh, probably, if I was looking for a bet here, I'm probably going to say I'm going to back one of the teams 40-plus. That's the way St Kilda are going. I don't know which one because, you know, I think that market's about right. Um, so no view, no no bet for me, but looking for something volatile. Yeah, okay. And uh, and for that reason, uh, Suns at home, I just think they've been the way more consistent team uh, than St Kilda. Um, they're a much better team with Marshall and Paddy in there. There's 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 no no question about that. But the one thing I love about the Suns is they they do seem to have a fair bit of spirit and a fair bit of commitment, and, I, and I've loved that about them. So um, at home, pick – I'm happy to take the more consistent team. Um, and uh, and the other thing too, I think with St Kilda, you can't get too excited about them beating up my Hawks logical. Our, <laughs> the Hawks defence is terrible. So um, so I think that might be getting a little bit overplayed as well. So like the Suns. Yeah, I couldn't, as I said, couldn't disagree. So if you put that in the mix with mine, you're looking at the Suns at the margins or something like that. Yep, excellent. Sunday afternoon, uh, one ten. In fact, uh, at the home of football, we've got my Hawks logical uh, three dollars oh one taking on the West Coast, one thirty nine, and uh, and we've got around about sixteen and a half uh, for the line there favouring the uh, the West Coast. Normally, I'd be all over this one with Hawthorne playing West Coast at the G. Our absolute bunnies, the West Coast are at the MCG, and we've got them quite a few times over the last few years, and covered the line quite a few times as well. But I don't know if I can have them here, logical. But what are you thinking? Well, I was I wanted to know what you thought because you're the Hawks man. West Coast haven't won away from home again this year. I still don't know whether West Coast are a poor side that get a big advantage at home or they're a good side that are rubbish away from home. Well, they one, one or the I other. I think there's a few of them <laughs> at the moment, isn't there? Port, <laughs> Geelong and West Coast maybe. But, but 
but West Coast haven't won away from home. Hawthorne, maybe three begins. That'd be huge if they got Wingard, Amira, and um, the third one that they're looking at. Mitch Lewis, was it? No, no. no. Um, Burgoyne. Burgoyne, yep. Burgoyne would be really big inclusions, experienced, good players. I think they missed Amira massively last yeah, week because he was pretty good against And Adelaide. Wingard's been good for us early. And he, and he has. So if they get those three players back, oh, the only team I could be on is here is Hawthorne. As much, you know, like they stunk it last week, but West Coast stunk it more than that the two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, so, and, and they're notorious and bad travellers, we know and that. And you're getting the start, you're getting against the outsider in a game at the MCG. So, yeah, I'll look for those players to come in and then I'll be probably, if they do, have a, have a bet on the Hawks. And um, I know I've asked you this question before, Logical. Do you... Your play here, I mean, would you look to bet that hoping they come back in or you wait for them to come back and try and just hit the line as quickly as you can before it moves too far? Or what's what's your sort of preferred strategy? Uh, it it's depends. Sometimes, like, the Pope's spoken about it last week with the NRL when you get a free hit of someone being missing. That's a lot easier to bet into. But when yep. you've got three guys and then maybe one comes back or two comes back, I think I'll probably just wait. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right, now it's time to talk some NRL with the Pope. And as mentioned, the Pope's been flying. And the first game that you want to talk about uh, this week, Pope, is South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Melbourne Storm up at the uh, Sydney Stadium up there, Stadium Australia. We've got the, the Rabbitohs here at 3.30 and the Melbourne Storm on the comeback at $1.33. That line sitting at a, a flat eight. What are you seeing here, Pope? For starters, Mug, this is our mailbag market move of the week. This get to the mailbag.com.au. Do your signing up there for the uh, in the bunker package. The Pope is ab- absolutely flying. So do yourself a favour, listeners. Jump on board that one, and he'll uh, hold your hand the whole way through. Market mover of the week, Pope. Talk to us about that. This opened Storm dollar eighty five, Rabbitohs dollar ninety five leading into the games last week and mainly due to injuries. This has jumped around. If you did a scattergraph on the line move in this match, it would uh, be schizophrenic. It's gone, went out to eight and a half yesterday at its biggest line, went back to six and a half today and now it's back out to eight. So it's done, done and plenty. Is, and is that just all based on injury rumours and injury rumours and all that sort of stuff? Is that what? Or is there something else happening here? No, spot on. Speculation on who's playing, who's not. So we had teams land this afternoon and we've landed on – Flat eight, but I don't think that schizophrenic scattergraph is finished. There's weather in Sydney. This could go either way again. Um, where I'd like to be, I'd really want to be on the storm, which is against my natural um, betting persona. Mug, you know, I like the underdog. Well, my my natural betting persona, who knows nothing about rugby league on, on the Melbourne Storm, they they got more covers than a bet at the moment. They're just covering the uh, covering the minus week after week. Um, so, what are you seeing here, Pope? Well, yeah, they're, they're playing about. 50 minutes of matches and still belting sides. So if they put it all together, it could be frightening. But um, with the injuries, they're missing six of their starting 13 Rabbitohs. So wow. I, okay. I struggle to put up an angle how they can be competitive. They are an elite side with everyone on the paddock, but I can only be on the storm. Let's see where this lands come Thursday and we'll make some decisions. But um, if this goes towards south with weather around, then, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be jumping on Melbourne at some point. Okay, excellent. That's great insight for the listeners. Next game we want to talk about is Parramatta taking on the Sydney Roosters out at Bankwest Stadium. Parramatta Eels $1.58, Sydney Roosters two forty five, and this line sitting at four and a half, Pope. What are you seeing here? Earlier today, I love the Roosters in this. I absolutely love them. 
Um, they have got injuries as well, and they're injury riddled at the moment, but they're an elite club and strong structurally, so they, they seem to be able to compensate. But they're missing – there's a player who had a little known injury who didn't get named this afternoon, um, and that might be a bridge too far. And he's it's been no coincidence since he came back a fortnight ago that their form – has spiked. Like they've been really good the last fortnight, Roosters, and, and him missing, Sam Verrills, who's a player. Him being out might just be one too far there. They suffered three injuries in the win against Newcastle last week, plus him four. Might be too far, but again, similar to the South v Melbourne game, I probably want to see where this goes. And if this gets up towards six, minus six, then um, I can... I can be talked into the Roosters again in this game. The plus, and, and they're, they're away from home, so you'll be taking on the... You'll Keen to get behind the Roosters there? Yeah, I want to be on the Roosters here. And and is it will you take them at the line, Pope, or will this be a head-to-head play? I in a game like this, so um, two top five teams in the comp, then the plus does come into it. Um, other games, I don't love the plus angle because the way the the way the competition structured or the new rules have done that matches are played one or two ways pretty much. Yeah, because this is interesting. We had a, uh, a question from uh, one of the avid listeners of the program, a good friend of the program actually, um, Jack Dickens, and um, he was like, where's the line action? Why are we always betting head-to-head with these outsiders? Why aren't we taking the line? So why is that, Pope? Explain that one to the listeners. It's all about value, mug. So um, as I said, Post talked about this a couple of times. And so does Dickens not understand this? Well, well, not saying he's obviously very astute in most things, um, Jack. But uh, to to Jack's point, we um, probably these games are played one or two ways, and it's all about the value. So, um, take an example over the weekend, I tipped up West Tigers head to head a bit. Tremendous bet, Pope. I think two seventy five, and uh, got home for the uh, for the punters. So well done. Go to the the mailbag for all that type of action. Yeah, that's true. A bit north of that too. Mine was three dollars fifteen. Oh, three fifteen. Yeah. Sorry, but maybe maybe I got the bad price then. <laughs> I missed out. But in in those sort of games, so the disparity there. That um, as I said, they're going to go one or two ways probably, and you can see dragons belting tigers in the way one match is played, or Tigers are going to be close. And I just think the value at that head-to-head price, if they're going to be close, then um, that $3.20 is really attractive. Whereas um, we've seen games, there's games over the weekend where teams are running close and then momentum and things like that, the better team just runs away with it. So yep. I think that, that makes the plus less attractive post-rule changes of 12 months ago. Okay, excellent. Well, that's great insight. But coming back to this game, Benny, just to uh, confer- uh, confirm – the Roosters there, you're liking them if we can get to plus six and a half. Is that right? I'd say so. About that six number, um, I could – we'll definitely be on the Roosters. So yep. let's see which way that goes over the next 48 hours or so. Okay, fantastic. And the last game you want to talk about, Pope, West Tigers taking on the Gold Coast Titans. So the Tigers here, 255 at home at Campbelltown. Is that right, Pope? Yeah, so at home, 255, taking on the uh, Gold Coast Titans, $1.54, and that line's sitting at four and a half. So – West Tigers obviously coming off a great unexpected victory um, and a great victory for the punters and yourself as well. What are you seeing here, Pope? It's a good point you make. They are playing home and that ties heavily in that price. Like To me, this looks pretty short on the Tigers. Um, okay. you, whoever you're taking this game, you're taking on a bit of faith. Um, but Tigers obviously won on the weekend. Dragons were really poor. So we were obviously behind the Tigers and that's great for us um, and mailbag subscribers. But I don't think they were overly impressive and – Part of the art at the moment is picking when effort's coming from some of these teams, yep. and I'm happy to take them on a down week. They've played probably two good games out of eight. Um, I struggle to see them backing up. Titans, 
are leaking points at the moment. They're, they're conceding 38 a game over the right. last three. So, okay. but um, they are flat trackers. It's away from home, but I can see them run away with this, and uh, we might be tipping up some margins for Titans in this one. I, I can see them. Wow. Uh, okay. I can see them going. So you've down got with you got with the Wests last week away from home. They're back at home this week, and now you're whacking them and saying the Gold Coast are going to get them. Can't do it two weeks in a row among okay. these these poor teams. So um, I'm going to take Titans. I think they'll bounce back. They've got uh, one of their key forwards back. Yeah, I, I think they'll I think they'll smash them in this one. Really? I okay. Do. Well, that's uh, that's fantastic and great for the listeners because I'm sure probably most people would be just looking to hop into the Tigers at home. Um, so the fact that you're coming on here and telling us now that that's not the play and that we need to be with the Gold Coast and potentially at margins, that is fantastic insight for the listeners. So thank you so much, Pope. Um, well, mate, I think that just about uh, wraps us up for the program. Uh, we've had some uh, some great insight from you on the NRL. Obviously, we've spoken to the logical one and discussed some, uh, some AFL. Mate, there's one thing left we need to say to the punters, and I, if you can, can you take us out, Pope, with the uh, the final sign-off? Be my pleasure. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.